many times it starts with our own belief system, right? So parenting is about us as a parent, not about the child in front of us. And so that is the first key in terms of looking at how we show up to parenting. So we may struggle with the limiting beliefs or the conditioning that have brought us to where we are today. For example, as I shared, my own journey in learning about parenting was very different from how my parents had parented me. But I began with that process. So we begin with a process of what we think is correct. There is no correct, but it's conditioned. It's part of who we are just from our own growing and learning and developing in childhood. Your inner voice has been drowned out by the noise around you, but you've always had a deep desire to make a difference. And now you're ready to step into your greatness and develop the identity you need to build towards your ultimate goal. Welcome to the Mindset Horizon Podcast, making the world a better place by unleashing human potential. We'll help you create your own reality by increasing your self-awareness, cultivating an unstoppable mindset, and finally finding the passion, purpose, and true self so that you can live the life you are always destined to live. Now, welcome your host, a lifelong learner and growth mindset savant, a former architect turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Tibor Notch. What is up, Mindset Nation? Welcome back to the Mindset Horizon podcast. I'm immensely grateful for each and every one of you who tuned into this podcast today, the Mindset Horizon podcast. And if you feel like you're getting value out of these conversations, I would highly encourage you to join the Mindset Nation Facebook group, a global community of Mindset Horizon, where I'm there every single day to support you, to answer your questions, either if it's connected to the podcast episode topics, or if it's connected to your goals and aspirations in life and business, I am there to support you for free every single day. On top of all that, I go live every Thursday in the Facebook group where I interview one of our community members. We talk about mindset, personal development, and entrepreneurship, but more importantly, I wanted to interview the members of the Mindset Nation community so that we can get to know each other even more. You can join the community at MindsetHorizon.com forward slash MindsetNation. Once again, MindsetHorizon.com forward slash MindsetNation. Or simply go to our website, MindsetHorizon.com. And in the main menu on the top of the site, you will find a button that says MindsetNation. And there you can join the global community of like-minded listeners. I'm super excited to welcome you and connect with you in the Facebook group. And now let me introduce today's guest. So my guest today is Sue DeCaro, who is a heart-centered coach, educator, motivational speaker, and writer, working with individuals, corporations, and families around the globe to navigate life's daily challenges. While integrating education, consciousness, and coaching, Sue helps individuals to feel empowered, grow, and thrive. Her passion is to help people deeply connect to themselves, to their children, and of course, to the world around them, creating a brighter future. She served as a guest parent specialist coach for Mindvalley University training and an esteemed member on the 24-hour virtual help desk support team for Mindvalley.com month-long summer event in Pula, Croatia, 2019. She has had writings featured in various online publications and magazines. She has presented at events featuring Dr. Shafali Sabari, Neil Donald Walsh, Maureen Williamson, Anita Moriani, and John O. Sullivan. 
Sue has been an invited guest on radio shows and podcasts and has also appeared on television, on The Dr. Nandy Show, as well as a number of appearances on Fox 29, Good Day Philadelphia. At the beginning of today's episode, we talk about Sue's personal story and entrepreneurial journey. She talks about parenting and the most important principles of parenting. In the middle of the episode, we discuss core principles of business and entrepreneurship, such as the importance of having a clear why and vision for your business, how to create a deeper connection to your financial value as an entrepreneur, and the power of embodiment as it relates to your business. Closer to the end, we talk about how to develop more confidence and ability as you market yourself. In the end, Sue recommends great parenting and business books to the listeners. If you want to find out more about today's guest and check out the free resources, book recommendations, and detailed show notes, simply head over to our website, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast. That's again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast. You can also use the search bar on our website where you can simply type in Sue DeCaro to find the episode's show notes page. And so Mindset Nation, without any further ado, let's welcome today's guest. Hi, Sue, and welcome to the Mindset Horizon podcast. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. I'm really excited to have you on today. And I'm also excited to learn more about you and your journey. The listeners might not know, but we have known each other for a while. But I'm still excited to learn more about you and what you're up to in this world. So how did you become a parent coach and business coach? What did your journey look like? That's, that's a great question. Um, some, some might say it's a loaded question, but um, what led me to where I am today really is, is about parenthood. Um, raising children, I think, is one of the hardest things that human beings do. And my oldest was my greatest awakener. Um, by that, I mean she was awakening herself, but she was also awakening me. She was spirited um, as they call it today. Back then, I think we called it challenging. But the challenge was mine as the parent to figure out ways to raise her and understand her. And my own parents' method, they weren't working. They, they were just not working. So I'd been conditioned to believe that parenting should look like X. And yet when I engaged you know, with her and trying to raise her in that way, it was not working. And, and the way was very controlling. You know, I learned through my own parents that control was, you know, how we parent children. And uh, I now know that's not the case. But knowing what I know now, that she was here to help raise me just as much as I was here to help or there to help raise her through the challenging journey and through lots of therapy, this is where I learned that my passion was really in supporting people who were struggling through coaching. And I learned of coaching in the middle of this journey and challenge raising her and went back to school to earn my master's level certification, uh, which was a one-year program. Because, you know, honestly, I thought if I am having all of these struggles and I am in therapy and asking for advice and reading books and trying to learn and change my ways and, you know, not too proud to change. What is everybody else doing? <laughs> you know? So I realized that there was a real need to provide coaching, not just to parents, but really coaching to people to connect with themselves first before they're connecting with the people around them. 
So, you know, on the, the other side of this, um, I grew up in a family where business was all around me. My dad was a very successful businessman. And so I experienced business from childhood and learned a lot about how to grow a business, how to have relationships in business, um, you know, what spreadsheets look like and all of that through my childhood. My dad was one of my greatest teachers. And so putting that all together to help people to, to grow, to transcend, to learn about themselves, to rid themselves of limiting beliefs, you know, to feel free in finding their niche. This is all part of my coaching. So they all blend in lots of ways. And this is how I got to this point. Wow, that's really interesting. Thanks so much for sharing that with me and Mindset Nation. And I was just wondering, what are some of the things that parents struggle with nowadays? I suppose there is a personal development process involved, but I'm just curious. I think, I think they struggle with, with many things. Um, and many times it starts with our own belief system, right? So parenting is about us as a parent, not about the child in front of us. And so that is the first key in terms of looking at how we show up to parenting. So we may struggle with the limiting beliefs or the conditioning that have brought us to where we are today. For example, as I shared, my own journey in learning about parenting was very different from how my parents had parented me. But I began with that process. So we begin with a process of what we think is correct. There is no correct. but it's conditioned. It's part of who we are just from our own growing and learning and developing in childhood. So that's one of the struggles is that we're believing this is the way. Um, and I think the, the things you know, related specifically to children are technology and how we bring comfort to ourselves as an adult and maybe appropriateness to our children when it comes to technology the usage, the type, and especially now parents are struggling with this more than ever because children are being homeschooled all over the world with the pandemic. And so that is a really big issue. Um, I think, you know, simple things like listening skills. Parents don't feel that children have good listening skills. I hear a lot. My kids never listen to me. And I think one of the biggest things that we need to learn as parents, I'm a parent myself, is what do we bring to the table? So we are the models for our children. And we are the models for many people that we're in relationships in our lives. And if we show up as good listeners for them, and I'm talking about you know our, our business colleagues, our, our spouses, our own parents, and our children, if we want people to listen to us, how are we listening to them? So a lot of the things that I teach parents in looking at the struggles and challenges that they have with a child or children is what is that reflecting back to you? And that's the important place to look. If your kids don't listen, let's look first at how we listen to our children because we're modeling good listening skills. Does that make sense? Wow. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just listening and thinking because I have a younger brother so I don't have kids and I was just thinking about him as you were talking about how kids or children might model their parents and you want to show good examples as a parent. 
It's interesting because just the things that I do in my life seem to inspire my younger brother, which I'm really grateful for. So he can see what I have been up to in the last years. And I hope that my children will be inspired by who I am, what I do, and what I stand for. It just comes to my mind as you were talking about this. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. And I think, you know, modeling for people in our lives is an enormous opportunity because it's an enormous opportunity for us to show up as our best self, right? To connect with our best self and then share and shine a light and show that to the world. And by the world, I mean, those people that we're most connected with, those are the people that are going to see that. And, you know, when it comes to children, that's so important to show up as our best self and to believe in ourselves and to you know, be consistent in our lives and, and in our lives with our children. So, you know, that self-doubt has to be unpacked, so to speak, so that we're able to see ourselves more clearly and bring confidence and connectivity internally so that we can bring it externally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it reminded me of behavior, for example, what children can see and how the parents behave. And as far as I know, you've also created a course, which is called transcending our triggers, finding our rhythm. I wanted to ask you about this course and triggers. When it comes to parenting, why is this topic so important? I think it's hugely important. So triggers are things that people often describe to me as, you know, my kid's pushing my buttons or somebody's pushing my buttons. But people don't push your buttons if those buttons aren't there. So it's really not about our children always pushing our buttons or our boss or anybody in our life, our spouse. It's really about these buttons that we wear externally that are about some sort of triggered emotion that usually comes back to us from our own childhood. So for example, if in childhood we, we experienced um, an incredible outburst from a parent when we spilled our milk on the floor, for, this is a very simple example, then when our children, and, and that stuck with us, that story stuck with us, that every time we spilled the milk, you know, there was a big outrage and people were just annoyed and we got in a lot of trouble. Then every time our child spills something, it's triggering us. And until we unpack that, we're behaving in the same way. So a trigger creates an overreactive response right? Milk spilled, we scream and yell. We can't figure out why we're screaming and yelling. Perhaps we can't control it. It just, we're so reactive because something inside of us has been hit, you know, or triggered, and it causes that emotional, you know, an extensive reaction that doesn't quite fit the scenario, perhaps. And learning these things helps us to understand who we are, where we come from, how we can unpack these things and be more aware of showing up less triggered and more with more neutrality, more calm and presence in our in the, our own lives and the lives of, you know, raising our beautiful children. Wow, that's really interesting. So two key words, unpacking and becoming more aware. So I guess in this course, you teach people how to become more aware of those triggers or reactive behaviors. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. There's a workbook that goes along with the course uh, that is basically there to support you in thinking about your own situation and life as you move through the course. And 
I think awareness is one of the most important things that we can begin to develop or grow because the more we are aware of something and our attention is on it, the more we can shift the process as we move forward. And it is a process. It doesn't change overnight. My course doesn't make all the triggers go away after you take it. It makes you more aware and more connected to where these triggers are coming from. And in that process, you're able to shift and catch yourself sooner than later. Yeah, that sounds really helpful. I believe awareness is the beginning of any kind of transformation, and it takes time, as you have said that. Do you have anything in mind you would recommend to the listeners as a practice to become more self-aware? Anything that can help raise their awareness? I think that's a great question. Um, one of the things that I usually suggest for parents that uh, reach out to me is to see your child more clearly. So if you are listening to this, my suggestion is get a piece of paper and as you go through the rest of your day, really write down the things you notice about your child. Look at them closely. What inspires them? What makes them tick? What makes them unique human beings? What do you see in them? They are not us. They are not mini-me's, as many people like to say. They are their own individual, unique human beings. And the more we see our children clearly, the more we're able to create conditions that help or an environment that helps that particular child thrive. And if you have five or six children, you have to look at each one separately because they're not the same. They're all unique human beings. And so as you, as you begin to do this, you see how you can rise to support your children individually, each one in a way that serves them. That's one way to raise awareness. And the second part is to really stop and reflect, you know, at the end of the day or at the beginning of the next day, reflect on your day, reflect on how you showed up. If you were out of control, let's say, and you were screaming and yelling that day, look and think about, instead of beating yourself up, look and think about what caused you to bring that type of reactivity to the table. What happened? What was it about? And then ask questions of yourself. What does this say about me? Show me. What is this here to teach me? How can I learn from that scene? So if you were screaming all day long, what was it about that day, your children, the environment, you, that created that? Because we're the ones that have to look within in order to bring more awareness, bring more growth, bring more acceptance to who we are and be able to shift it and transform it as we move forward. And we spend very little time reflecting or sitting in silence. I think silence is one of the best ways to learn. Wow, I love that. I love silence. And I try to be in silence. That's a good place to be. And meditation just came to my mind. But more importantly, I think reflection is really, really important, not just for parents, but for anybody Yeah, it absolutely is. And so just to give a little example, um, I was asked to be part of a summit that I wasn't sure if it spoke to me. And I sat with it a few days. Now, I don't mean, you know, I didn't do anything during those few days, but I let it percolate. And I let myself kind of have the decision come to me without me forcing it. And until I knew, I didn't know. And suddenly, you know, yesterday morning, I woke up and it was very clear and knew the direction I needed to take and that I needed to address it right away. 
And so this is an example of really allowing yourself to process something instead of feeling the force of responding, whether it's children or business. Sometimes in our society, we feel like we must answer right away. Everything is immediate. We need to know now. They need to know now. Our boss needs to know now, or our clients need to know now. But do they really? Do we ever give ourselves chance, a chance to think about things and allow them to percolate, to sit with us or us to sit with them and see what direction we want to take? I love that. Thanks so much for sharing. And this whole conversation about parenting reminded me of your podcast, which I wanted to mention for those who might be interested in learning more about parenting. It's called Conscious Parents, Thriving Kids with you, Sue DeCaro. So for those who are interested, tell us what the podcast is about and who do you talk to on the podcast? So the podcast is is basically audio storytelling. Um, it is really an opportunity for me to share various stories and concepts uh, with examples because I think people learn from examples. And it's a way for me to help whoever is listening, whoever it speaks to. So it's parents, it's for parents of all age groups. I share stories from young to, you know, teens to even in their 20s, since my children are both in their 20s. And these are stories that have inspired me. They could be stories of people that I'm working with, you know, obviously no names ever used um, and stories shifted a little bit. But Everything that I experience in my work, I believe, can be helpful to someone who might be tuning in. So if you want to learn about consciousness in parenting and life, this and you have children, I think this is a great place to stop in and listen and see how it speaks to you. My episodes are very short because I think parents are very, very busy, and I want to be able to bring a concept to life in a in a fashion that suits the world and how quickly we move about. So uh, they are all pretty short. And I do bring in some amazing speakers who have written books or have incredible messages to share that are also in alignment with with my vision and, and my uh, focus and my work, which is all about, you know, conscious awareness and living a conscious and mindful life. Wow, that's awesome. So Sue, you are not only a parent coach, but you're also a business coach. When it comes to business coaching, what are some of the things that you focus on or teach about? Well, in business coaching, I do a lot of masterminds, which is basically teaching you know a small group how to connect with their inner focus, their niche, whatever speaking to them, their why. Uh, people I find that come to me oftentimes are not connected to the why they're doing the business that they're doing, you know, and I think that one of the most important things, and there are many important things, but one of the most important things in creating a business model and moving forward with your business is understanding why it is you do what you do. What is up, Mindset Nation? I hope you guys are enjoying today's episode, and we're going to get back to this conversation very soon after thanking to our sponsors. I'm immensely grateful for each and every one of you who tuned into this podcast today, the Mindset Horizon podcast. And if you feel like you're getting value out of these conversations and want to learn more about mindset, entrepreneurship, or podcasting, or simply you want to hang out with other like-minded listeners, I would highly encourage you to join the Mindset Nation Facebook group 
a global community of Mindset Horizon, where I'm there every single day to answer your questions, either if it's connected to the podcast, episode topics, or if it's connected to your goals and aspirations in life and business, I am there to support you for free every single day. On top of all that, I go live every Thursday for at least 30 minutes so that we can get to know each other even more. I can answer your questions or teach you more about mindset, entrepreneurship, content marketing, branding, or podcasting. You can join the Mindset Nation community at mindsethorizon.com forward slash mindset nation. Once again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash mindset nation. Or simply go to our website, mindsethorizon.com. And in the main menu on the top of the site, you will find a button that says Mindset Nation. And there you can join the global community of like-minded listeners. I'm super excited to welcome you and connect with you in the Facebook group. And until then, be limitless, my friend. As a mission and impact-driven entrepreneur, thought leader, visionary, and changemaker, have you ever thought of increasing your online visibility, building credibility, and scaling your impact and business by starting your own podcast? If you've answered this question with hell yeah, now this is your chance. According to Edison Research in the US, podcasting is one of the fastest growing medium. So if you're ready to start your own podcast, build credibility and scale your impact and business, I have good news for you. I provide one-on-one mentoring and group coaching programs where I teach how to start your own epic podcast from scratch, build credibility and scale your online presence and business. You can read more about these services at mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast mentoring. That's again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast mentoring. On top of all that, I provide a 30-minute free discovery call where we can see if podcasting is something that can help you scale your brand and business. You can book a free discovery call with me at mindsethorizon.com forward slash free call. That's again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash free call. Or simply shoot me an email at tibor at mindsethorizon.com. That's T-I-B-O-R, tibor at mindsethorizon.com. So Mindset Nation, without any further ado, let's get back to today's Mindset Transforming Conversation. Knowing your why and being able to share it in a very distinct way. So the story of why you, why you began to do this business or why you're here, if you're out in front of the public, you can't be sharing you know, a three-page novel or a 30-page novel or whatever it might be about your background. So understanding your why and connecting with it is, is a really important part and piece of moving forward. So that's one of the things I see often. And the other thing I see is just limited beliefs, lack of, lack of confidence in so many arenas. The biggest one being people don't know how to sell. They don't know how to sell. Now I call it sales because that's what, you know, we've all been taught we're selling, we're selling, but it's really in my mind, I teach people how to create business relationships. And that comes to me very easily. It always has. I love to build relationships, you know, slash sell. And I'm really good at it. So I do teach people all, you know, all the things that I have learned through the many years about how to create a business relationship, how to close a sale, how to be confident in the language and verbiage that you use, as well as how to believe in your own value. Because value also is something that people are detached from. And when they quote a price for whatever it is they're providing, 
And, and many of these are coaches that I work with. When you quote a price, you have to believe it because if you don't believe it, no one else will. And I can see right through, you know, when someone says a price that there's a question mark at the end. We can't be asking a question when we're trying to state our prices. So I teach a lot of skills and techniques to be able to share that in a very confident manner, connect with it internally, embody it, and then be able to connect with the external of stating it. It's the same thing in parenting, right? If we have if we have a um, a rule or some a boundary that we want to set in parenting, we have to embody it internally before we can state it externally. And the same thing is true with business. We really have to embody the value that we want to put on ourselves and the hourly wage that we feel we should be commanding because of what we believe to be true about ourselves. We embody it first, believe in it, sit with it, feel it in our bones, and then we're able to state it with confidence and connectivity. Wow, I absolutely love that. So you have mentioned a couple of really interesting things. So let's go through them one by one. I have seen some of your latest videos about business relationships and sales, and I have found that very inspiring. And to be honest, since I've started my podcast, this has been one of the biggest benefits I have been really grateful for, the connections that I could make through podcasting. And I'm saying this because when someone starts a podcast, they might not think about this aspect first. And so I'm just curious, when you talk about sales and business relationships, why are they important and why are they connected? If we look at selling as a process for an outcome, right? So we're looking to sell something and we want somebody to buy it. And so the goal is, I'm going to sell you, you know, my services and you're going to buy it. And the goal is the outcome, right? To buy it. We're missing out on developing a relationship, learning about the person in front of us, what it is they need, why they need it, what's important to them, and how it's important to them. So we cannot really sell anybody anything for the outcome just to make a sale. Because if I, you know, I, I equate it to, to buying a car because I think everyone can really understand that. When you go into a car dealership to buy a car, not that people are doing this right now, but if someone comes up to you and says, we have this great um, cruiser that's, you know, it's a four-wheel drive SUV and it's on sale right now. And you came in to buy, you know, a little sporty car the top down. <laughs> it is not at all what you want to hear, right? Because it's not what you're looking for. It's not why you walked in. They didn't ask you what you were looking for. They just told you what's on sale. And like, we're really excited to share this. Hey, come look. So in my mind, that's just opposite of how we should be looking at the sales and marketing process. You're learning about the person in front of you, whoever it is. And you're understanding their beliefs, their needs. We can't sell something if we don't know what the person actually needs. The more I understand when I'm talking to somebody about their needs, their experiences, their stress or frustration, maybe their limiting beliefs, where they want to grow and go, right? 
So it's not what I want to do for them. It's what do they want? And then how can I not sell, but serve? How can I serve? So once you have unpacked and asked a bunch of questions that help you to determine where your prospect is and what their needs actually are, and you can answer that question for yourself. I know where they're coming from and what their needs are. So now I'm ready to step into how I can serve. And that's the, that's the product is how can I serve them with whatever it is I have. And that's if you're selling a book or you're selling a manuscript or you're selling a, um, you know, some sort of product or a service, how does it support them from where it is they're coming from? And that's about building a relationship, right? Because we're learning about each other. I'm not just going in, you know, bent on selling you my services immediately, if not sooner, so I can move on to the next call. We're not going to get business that way. That's a turnoff to most people. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And I couldn't agree more. And it works on an individual level and also on a bigger level. For example, I was thinking about my audience. So you want to know what they are struggling with so that you can actually serve them. And then you can come up with different product or service ideas so that you can help them solve their problems. So I totally agree. The question is, how can I be of service to these people, right? Right. Yeah. And we're conditioned also, I think, to to believe certain things about sales, marketing, business, value. We've been, you know, we've been fed a platter either, you know, through our own childhood or adulthood or schooling or society. And so, you know, it's, it's dismantling that too, so that you can be present for yourself in learning and growing how to achieve your business, your, you know, command um, in your niche, so to speak, relationships and develop your business in a way that serves you and serves the population that you're trying to serve. So it, it again comes back to the unpacking, right? The dismantling so that you can be present and aware of where it is you are right now and where it is you're going forward motion. Absolutely. And you've also mentioned embodying the price or the value. So I just wanted to ask you about this when it comes to embodying the value and believe it and feel it. What can entrepreneurs do to do so? Well, that, that takes me back to sitting with yourself to the silence, to listening to your inner voice, to unpack the disbelief or the doubt. So many people that come to me for support in this arena, they doubt themselves. They don't think that they're you know, worthy of charging what really comes to their mind, or they don't feel the confidence to command that rate. So, you know, so in order to embody our value and believe and, and create the scenario to present that value, we have to first get rid of the self-doubt and really tap into why it is we feel we're worth, you know, I'll just throw out a number. Let's say it's $200 per hour. We want to charge our clients. Why? We go inside, we listen to our voice, we connect with the belief system, not the, the doubt and the, you know, the lack of confidence. We have to shift those. So that takes work. That doesn't happen overnight. And so through that process, we're able to feel, and, and I do help people actually feel the value. So as I'm talking about this, I'm actually closing my eyes because this is just how I work. I'm very, I'm very connected to the verbiage I use. And, and when we close our eyes and we actually feel internally 
the, you know, $200 value and why is that value speaking to me? And how do I feel that in my bones and my body and my heart, my soul and connect with it there? We're leaving ourselves of doubt. Then we're able to step out into the world, open our eyes and learn again, the verbiage of the embodiment internally and the verbiage externally to offer that. You know, I like to call it a ham and cheese sandwich because we don't just leave people sitting with the, you know, the end result of the $200 per hour. We have to combine it with a conglomerate, um, you know, a sentence before and a sentence after. So it's this, it's a sandwich and, and feel confident about it. When we aren't, I can pick up so easily. I'm sure you can too. And many people can, when people are not confident or have some doubt about their value and their dollars and cents. And people people hear the question mark on the end when you're not sure. And when they hear the question mark, they're looking somewhere else to see who doesn't have this question mark. Even if you're the even if you're the lowest price or the highest price, if you're confident in your pricing, you're going to go so much further in stating it from an embodiment prospect or process before you step into that arena. Yeah, I agree that people sense the uncertainty in your voice and if you are not confident. And I'm looking for a confidence coach as a guest for this podcast because it's a huge topic and it should be deconstructed in an episode. Now, in my upcoming podcast, which is going to be launched in September 2020, I'm going to talk about how to become a better interviewer and podcast host But I want to address confidence because when it comes to interviewing people, a lot of hosts struggle with confidence as well. It's interesting because I'm combining personal development aspects, for example, confidence with what I do, which is the podcast, because I have experienced similar things in my life. Yeah. And and people need that. They need that. They need you to offer that because... It is an important part of being successful in whatever it is you're doing. I think that's that's a great, these are great tools, the personal development side to podcasting, because it is going to be part of the successful process, right? Absolutely. You know, when it comes to confidence, it's not necessarily only connected to podcasting or being a host. It's connected to something deeper inside an insecurity about something. So that could be a deep topic for a podcaster, as I imagine, but definitely it's an interesting topic. I'm happy to help with that. And I, and I think you're absolutely right. It is a deep topic because confidence can be born or, or not born from childhood. You know, there's many things that can sway us or shift us in our confidence. I mean, we're born into this world of confidence. That, that's something that's tainted throughout our lives. It's not something that, you know, that, um, I mean, it does grow, but we're born that way, right? We start to crawl. We feel good. We, we start to eat. We grab food. We throw food on the floor. We're feeling great. You know, we don't have any problems. And, you know, we, right, we, grow, we crawl for a toy. We get to that toy. Somebody's moved it. We keep crawling. We keep crawling. We're going to get there because we're motivated. And until we start to feel the effects of society or our family or, you know, cultural conditioning, that's where things shift. So even in the personal development, you know, arena in developing our confidence for business, it's really about tapping inside and unpacking. It's unpacking the backpack that we carry with us 
And that backpack can come from, you know, our, our, our very young years to teens, 20s, 30s, 40s. It's the things that have happened to us that have created either either the forward motion of I feel super confident or the lack of. So it has to be unpacked. These belief systems and uh, limiting belief systems have to be dismantled so that we can connect to our real inner self, the true self, take all the masks off of who we're told to be and be who we're here to be. Yeah, I absolutely love that. It's a great topic. Is it going to be my focus? I don't know, but I'm going to address this topic in my new podcast, that's for sure. And one of the things I wanted to get back to is having a strong why. So how can someone get clear on their why? Do they have to work on their values or how do you approach this topic? Well, I think that's that's a great question. In in a mastermind or a coaching opportunity, it's it's me bringing curiosity to life not only in my questioning, but for the person or people. So, you know, if I'm doing a mastermind of, you know, five people or 10 people or whatever it might be, or working one-on-one, it's really bringing curiosity to why are you doing this job? You know, so for example, why are you a business coach? What is it about business coaching that, that makes you feel like this is your niche? And where does that niche take you? And why did you pick that? So when people think about that, and, you know, many of the people that I work with, they can answer that question to some degree, but not completely. And so I, you know, my, my goal is never to bring judgment. I'm here to support people wherever they are and meet them where they are. And so some people may have more idea of their why, but maybe they cannot verbalize it to a prospect. Or they have no connection to their why. They just feel like this is the place to be, right? Everybody's doing it. This is the place to be. I need to be a coach because I can see that it's super helpful and, you know, and, and people need that coaching. But why? What is your story behind what brings you here? Everyone has a story. And it doesn't have to be lengthy. Like we really have to fine tune it. It can be lengthy for ourselves as to why we got here. And then we look at creating a smaller scale story. And, and part of the way I help people do this is they're practicing this. So it's not just me teaching people, it's me asking people the right questions that help them to tap into the voice inside of them, the story inside of them, and then the value. And, and then they go away and come back the next session or the next mastermind, having had some homework assignments, like if they did figure out their why, and maybe we did create what one might call an elevator pitch. I hate those words, but you know, a short, a short story that you can share to connect with your audience. What's the short story of it? And I have them practice that with others and get feedback. What did that feel like? How did they respond to you? Did they understand why you're doing this work? Was it clear? Was it short? Was it too long? How did you feel stating it, sharing it? And the same thing with the value. So it's, it's really uh, uncovering and dismantling the blocks in business. There's a lot of blocks that we we come into business with that we don't even realize. We're afraid. We're afraid they might not like us. We're afraid that our story isn't powerful enough. It's our story. You know, we're not going to change our story because it doesn't meet all of our audience, you know, out there. We're only here to meet the audience that we can speak to and that speaks to us. That's not everyone. Wow. As you're talking about this, I'm already getting some really great insights. It's really cool. 
And I love your videos because your voice is so relaxing. So I highly recommend them to people. And Sue, thank you so much for sharing all these great insights on the podcast. Now we are getting to the end of this episode. And I usually ask my guests about book recommendations. So what are some of the books that you would recommend to the listeners? It can be mindset, personal development, or business books. Um, you know, that's, that's a great question. I've read so many business books lately. Um, I think one of the books that's really standing out is um, Glennon Doyle, Untamed, because her story is really about uh, finding your truth internally. And I'm, I'm a coach that believes that we need to find the truth inside of us, not externally. And many of us are not connected to that truth of who it is we are. Um, I love the book, uh, More for Parenting, Raising an Adult by Julie Lithcott Haynes. And actually, her book is on sale right now. Um, and I love the book, The Conscious Parent by Dr. Shafali Sabari. So those are just three of my favorites. Um, I think that any you know guru, right, listening to some of the gurus and tapping into your own silent arena can help you as well as, you know, some of these books just to connect with the inner truth of who it is you are and what you have to offer in this world, your light. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. And before I ask my last question, please just tell the listeners where they can get in touch with you online. And if you have anything in mind, you want to give away for free, you can also mention that. So you can find me on my website, www.suedecaro.com. And I'd love to offer you a free mindfulness ebook to help you along the way. And it's simple ideas to increase mindfulness. We can all use that. You can find me on Facebook, Sue DeCaro Official and LinkedIn, Sue DeCaro. Wow, that's great. And the links are going to be in the show notes and available on our website, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast. And my last question is, Sue, what is your mission and what is your future vision? My mission and future vision is to help change the world. And uh, I really believe I have the ability to do that, not single-handedly, but with people like yourself and many others, that I'm so passionate about helping people to shift and transform and deeply connect with themselves. And this is my mission every day, whether they're business people, individuals you know, that are just trying to live a better life or parents that are really trying to do a better job raising children. And I think the more we all learn as adults in this world how to deeply connect with ourselves and do what it is we want to do and shine our light, the better the next generation will see how to do that as well. So we can't raise the next generation or believe that the next generation will know how to do this if we don't set the stage and set the bar to shine our light and be our true self out in this world and do what we do best by connecting with who we really are. I absolutely love that. And I couldn't agree more. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I wish you good luck with your mission and aspirations. And Sue, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a great pleasure. It's been a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Mindset Horizon podcast. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, be sure to head to our website, MindsetHorizon.com, where you'll also have the ability to join the Mindset Nation community for more insight and empowerment to help you reach your full potential. That's all available exclusively on MindsetHorizon.com.